I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. I'm here today with Gordon Lawson, CEO at Conceal, provider of an intelligence-grade zero-trust technology that protects global companies of all sizes from malware and ransomware. To learn more about our sponsor, Conceal, visit conceal.io. Also joining us is Terry Oring, CEO for the U.S. at Solus Security, a provider of best-in-class managed cybersecurity services and incident response to small businesses around the world. Terry, Gordon, welcome. Great to have you both with us today. Thanks, Steve. Great great to be here. Appreciate it, Steve. So, Terry, to get started, tell us about your background. It's great to see a cybersecurity CEO with so much real-world experience. You've been a founder, board member, CTO, security leader. You know, give, give us your backstory. Well, as, as CEO of Solace, um, it's been really exciting to see the growth in the cybersecurity space. You know, I started the company in 2003, and you know, we've built it up from there. Initially started doing security services for financial institutions, banks, helping them build out robust security programs. And then over the last 20 years, we've really expanded into um, every vertical because uh, every vertical needs a security program. Every company in those different verticals have uh, risks that they're trying to address. And so over the last 20 years, just seeing uh, just the change in the cybersecurity space between the, the different attack vectors and how the attackers work, seeing the different tools and technologies that have been developed, um, it's just been really fascinating to to grow and be part of that entire experience. So Gordon, uh, set, set us up for today's conversation. We, we want to uh, cover cyber insurance, protecting small businesses, and of course, vendor and service provider relationships, which are critical in our industry, uh, and why we have Terry with us today. At Concea, we're working and about to publicly announce a partnership with Solus. And I think just as Terry mentioned, his expertise, not only in the cyber insurance realm, uh, but also with small and medium businesses across all verticals is, is critical. I, I think there's, there's a lack of attention that's paid to the importance of securing small business. And uh, I know Terry, for example, does a lot of work with school districts as well. These are targets for threat actors. And um, you know, oftentimes they don't have the same resources. They certainly don't have the same resources as a Fortune 100 or Fortune 500 company, but they still have to have enough to, enough tools in place to be able to defend themselves and be, to be able to get some level of cyber insurance. And I think firms like Solus are, are at the forefront of providing that capability. And it's something we just don't talk about enough. And uh, when, when those companies get get breached or get attacked, um, it's devastating consequences because a lot of times it will affect young people or, or you know, it's, it's, it's the victims in this can be, um, it can be really catastrophic for them. So uh, I think Terry's firm is doing a critical role in, in defending against these, these very novel threats. So Terry, we read a lot about cyber insurance in the media. We know what it is. If you want to, you know, chime in with your description of cyber insurance, uh, why it's important, and what I'd really be interested to hear from you is in the context of all of the cybersecurity that's available to small businesses, and and of course they only have so much budget. Where does cyber insurance fit? How important is it? Small businesses in general just tend to be a very active threat service or an active target of, of the threat actors, you know, mainly because as you know, most small businesses don't have a robust budgets that they can put into cybersecurity programs. And so they oftentimes will have gaps that they don't even know exist. Um, you combine that with the fact that the, the whole threat landscape is constantly changing. 
Uh, and just having the ability to stay up with those changes is is really hard for an SMB that may not have the you know dedicated cyber resources or a good partnership. Um, so just staying ahead of those or even staying current with those can be really hard. And so we see that a lot with with a bunch of the uh, cyber breach cases that we work. That uh, it's great companies, good people trying to do the best they can, but um, just staying ahead of the different changing threats is just really, really hard for them. Cyber insurance really plays a critical role because for you know what is somewhat of a nominal cost to the business, um, they can have an insurance program in place that you know when they experience those catastrophic events like a ransomware attack, cyber insurance is there not just to just help them cover some of the costs, which is critical, but to have the resources, to have the right people to support them, whether it's a team like ours that does incident response, whether it's the lawyers that get brought in, um, just having good communication, um, cyber insurance. I mean, I've seen time and time again, it, it literally saves a lot of these businesses from going out of business. So it's it's pretty paramount. And it's for a pretty you know nominal cost in the grand scheme of business. So Gordon touched on, you know, K through 12. We have a, a cybercrime wire feed we put out. I don't think there's been one day in the past year where we haven't seen an attack on the K through 12 sector. Is that part of the, you know, quote, small group that, that we're talking about that you protect, Terry? Yeah, we do a bunch of work with K through 12 and really that SLED channel in general. I would even expand it outside of that. K-12, though, is in particular, it's fascinating because you've got obviously a ton of students that are creating the threatscape, right? They're surfing, they're doing a lot of stuff on computers. Um, and these schools have historically been underfunded and not been able to invest. They don't have budget, um, so they haven't been able to invest in uh, programs that are robust that can protect against um, the different threats. Um, obviously, working with Gordon and, and Conceal, they have a, a, an amazing program that's going to help these schools at, at a very reasonable uh, rate in a, in a cost basis, a great ROI, um, helping them to really mitigate that, that front vector, which is the end user, right? Clicking on stuff and downloading stuff. So it's, it's important, but it's definitely, you know, someone we work a lot of cases with a lot of different school districts. Uh, and so it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. So, Gordon, uh, Conceal has a great reputation in the Fortune 500, Global 2000. I know you're working with a lot, lot of large enterprises, but you also work with a lot of small to mid-sized businesses. And when you get involved with a lot of those companies, they don't have a CISO. Very often, they don't have full-time IT security staff. They're, they're lucky if they have a CIO or you know dedicated IT staff. How important is that middle piece, that partner uh, that sits between you and the end user? It's the lifeblood of our business, Steve. Um, you know, the the partner, whether it's an MSP, an MSSP, uh, an MSSP plus, like like Terry's firm, where it has you know full instant response capabilities as well. These are, are critical for us because they're the trusted advisor to that to that sled customer to that smaller business. And so, you know, it's it's important for us. We not only have to build that trust through a technical proof of value with the end customer, we have to prove our value uh, with the partner. It's just a, it's a very symbiotic relationship that we are constantly working to make sure that we're doing everything we can uh, to show value on both sides. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's always a, uh, it's important for us to stay at the cutting edge, like any cybersecurity company, but especially because the, 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 the threat actors will evolve their tactics. I think almost they'll evolve them in a very, very sophisticated way 
you think let's let's just take the students in a K twelve organization. You could argue that maybe they're a little bit more of a sophisticated cyber user because they have so many different applications that they're running through every day. You know, they they're doing their schoolwork, they're browsing the web, doing all these different things. But in many ways, they're also more susceptible because they don't necessarily know that that invoice link or that credential theft that might look really appealing to someone uh, who's in their teens, that they don't have necessarily the muscle memory to know that that, that is fraudulent and could cause catastrophic, uh, catastrophic damage on the network. So, so we need to provide that preventative detection layer in order to have a fighting chance of defending against these threats. And that's what we're really, really focused on. And, and you have firms like Solus that we partner with, they, they are critical to implementing and making sure that the, uh, the defenses are up to speed to defend against it. So Terry Gordon touches on uh, awareness, and I want to ask you about that. And I'll start with a statistical fact. More than half of all cyber attacks strike small businesses. So clearly they're vulnerable. So my question to you is, do you think most small business CEOs are aware of this, how vulnerable they are? And are we getting any better? Are we in a place now where most of these CEOs of small businesses are, are protecting themselves, and if not fully, at least any better than they were, you know, five years ago. The challenge is that, as a CEO, like you understand the operational parts of your business, the PNL and things like that. Understanding what controls you need to have in place, understanding what the threats are that are out there. I mean, we all see it in the news. I'd like to think that people are pretty aware of kind of what's happening with ransomware and wire fraud and the different types of theft and the different ways that people are getting in just because it's pretty prevalent in the news. But knowing that they have a problem they need to address, but knowing how to address the problem, I think is a bit of the challenge. And what we're seeing is, I mean, I had a, a call last week with the CEO from one of the SMB customers is a case we worked and he, he asked me literally, he says like, Terry, I need to I've got five proposals from five different companies and they're offering 10 different solutions and none of them are the same and they all look different. And he goes, I don't know what I'm supposed to pick. What, you know, what's going to give me the best ROI? And I think that's the challenge is um, for CEOs is to try to make that determination on, you know, where do they get the best ROI? Like what money should they spend? What's right for their business? And I think it's, it's, it's hard for, you know, a CEO who's thinking about the business aspect to, to, you know, find a trusted partner that they can count on. That's going to give them that good advice. Um, that's going to be right for their business. And so when we look at customers and we we're having this same discussion, we talk about what it looks like to have a security roadmap, you know, it's unique to every customer because every business is different and they have different networks and different software and different, some are heavily cloud-based, some are on-prem. And it's just important that we, you know, we look at what they have and what they need specific to that business and then just help them to drive an ROI from that. And so, you know, typically there's some low hanging fruit that are free, some stuff that's policy changes, um, you know, getting some tools that are, uh, again, give them a great ROI. I think that's the, the, the challenge that I think CEOs have right now is just getting that sage advice that they can count on. Yeah. Well, ROI, Gordon, how about just you know, keeping your business running. I mean, we, we cover 
every type of you know hack, cyber attack, anything from DDoS attacks, you know, straight through, you name it. But ransomware is the killer. Ransomware is the one that shuts your business down. Ransomware is the one that small businesses really can't recover uh, if they're not prepared, if they don't have a go-to resource. You uh, sponsor a report that we put out on a quarterly basis. There's a lot of other resources that are out there. Should CEOs of small businesses be taking some time to educate themselves and understand just how deadly ransomware could be? Absolutely. And I, and I think that they do understand it. I think that there's, uh, but I, I mean, I, you can all, I think the, the greater education is always beneficial, Steve, for sure. I, I think the other piece of this too, and, you know, Terry kind of hit on it is if you're a CEO and you're trying to evaluate multiple different technologies, well, there's a couple of things here. Obviously, get a good partner that that is an expert that does this day in and day out. That's the first thing I would say. The other thing is, you know, look at solutions that work with your other investments. And that's another piece that we're, we're, that we're really focused on here is building out these in an ecosystem of integrations. We never want someone to say, just because you bought X doesn't, it doesn't work with Conceal. I just think that that's a, that's a fallacy. There's no one technology out here that's gonna solve everything. It's a, it is a, it's a layered approach um, and there's some critical ones out there, but you need to make sure that your at least your tools are talking to each other and working uh, constructively together. Uh, certainly not doing anything that could uh, open up more vulnerabilities just because you installed something. So Terry, uh, if I'm a small business and I reach out to Solus, what am I going to find out? What is it that you can do for me for maybe you know a small business who's trying to take security more seriously, but they don't have the resources? You know, the thing I think. Uh, that I'm excited about or proud of my team that we've been able to do is because we're owned by a large cyber insurance provider, um, it's afforded us the opportunity to really have access to a different set of tools and and, and information um, that we probably wouldn't have had before, you know, we joined the CFC family. And so the thing that is in intriguing with Solace in particular is that we've got a large team of incident response professionals that handle a thousand plus breaches a year. And then separately, we have a large team of proactive cybersecurity engineers that go into these SMBs that we're talking about the school districts and help them put in preventative, uh, you know, tools and measures like conceal and, and other tools. Um, what's fascinating for us though, is that because we do a thousand plus cases a year, breaches a year that we're seeing, we, we have the opportunity to see every new attack vector, every new mechanism, every payload, every delivery protocol, all the different angles that they're taking. We're seeing it on a daily basis. And we're then learning from that and applying that wisdom into the proactive side of our business. So we've got uh, over 100 employees here in the U.S. I've got another um, 50 uh, between Australia and London. So we've got a global team that we can respond 24-7. And being able to learn from what the bad guys are doing, applying that to the tools and the systems and resources that we apply on the proactive side um, is, is pretty compelling. And then you layer on top of that uh, different threat feeds that we get, some that are commercially available, some that are coming out of our government um, through relationships we have there. It gives us a competitive advantage. And then I think you layer on top of that just a strong concept of business acumen. You know, we look at every customer and we just try to help them make really informed, good decisions. Um, it's a really easy conversation to have with the school district why it makes total sense to use Conceal, right? Because it's the right ROI, right value for them, protecting them in that layered approach. And then we can get, give them advice on how to layer other tools and, you know, give them somewhat of a holistic plan without it 
you know, breaking in the budget, which is always everyone's concern. So Gordon, I'm curious, Solus has a very impressive uh, firm. I didn't realize they had that many people. How do you work with partners? So, you know, they're interested, they see the value in what you're doing, they want to become a partner. How do you train them up? How long does that take? And what kind of support does Conceal provide, you know, on an ongoing basis? We have a 24-7 support model as well for for all of our partners and 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 in customers. But I think that, you know, as Terry described his business, Steve, that's the kind of partner we want. Being at the forefront of what the attack vectors look like, actually doing instant response. From my perspective, that totally validates our approach to the market and, and what our technology brings. These are subject matter experts that really understand how threat actors operate. And so obviously we're open. We have uh, you know lots of dozens of partners around the world now that we're working with on this. But uh, I think that uh, Solus and, and, and Terry's firm is really the gold standard for the partnerships we want to build moving forward. Um, they, they bring expertise, they bring scale, and those are all, you know, really good things when you're a, uh, when you're a cyber vendor. So Terry, what was it like getting up to speed on the concealed technology? You know, how, how long did it take, uh, and how many, you know, people were involved on your side? You know, it's actually, it was really fast. I mean, one thing that, you know, Gordon mentioned, they have a great team that supported us. One of the teams that we have within the company, we have a, a group of folks that, they literally specialize in doing due diligence and really diving into the tools and understanding what's going to bring the best value add, again, back out into the customer segment that we're supporting. Um, so they they started using it right away. It was incredibly simple, which I think is one of the huge value adds. We have a, a, a competitive solution that we've been running historically, and the team made the comment when they went through the due diligence exercise, they're like, why didn't we just use this from... From the very beginning, this is super easy. To, it's easy to deploy, to support, to maintain um, versus you know, a competitive solution. It was very complex, took a lot of work. It's been a great experience, um, and I'm excited just to what it's going to you know, do for our customers because, again, at the end of the day, that's what we're here really for is providing those best value-add solutions to the customers that are you know, easy to support and maintain and bring that ROI. So uh, we're excited about it. Well, we have a lot of small businesses who tune in to us. So thank you, Terry, for uh, joining us today. And I hope you'll come back on. Gordon, uh, we'll look forward to the next episode with you. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. This interview is sponsored by Conceal, provider of an intelligence-grade zero trust technology that protects global companies of all sizes from malware and ransomware. To learn more, visit conceal.io. You can keep up with all of our media at cybercrimemagazine.com.